we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? Welcome to the Cover 3 podcast presented by Flipside Sports in partnership with Great Lakes Sports Network. We're back for week three. Uh, week two treated us a little better, <clears throat> a lot better than week one did. Um, we went four and two last week. Um, Tyler, how are you feeling headed into week three and what did you think of week two? Well, I said uh, the slate looked tough. I mean, we bounced back mostly because of you. I'll give credit where it's due. But um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous heading into week three because normally the first quadrant of games is where, you know, I make up a bunch of buffer space for myself individually, and I've not been doing that this year. So hopefully it gets a little easier for me. Yeah. We, the, first, the first couple of weeks are a good time to kind of see what, what teams are getting the hype, which ones are, are good flying under the radar. And um, you, you're going to touch on one that I wholeheartedly disagree with, and you know which one it is. Um, one team that's flying on everybody's radar, yes. um, which, which is a marquee matchup this week that we will get to in due time. But let's, uh, let's get started here. I will kick it off with Thursday Night Football. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers are plus four and a half. Uh, they're underdogs on the road at um, obviously we know Deshaun Watson's not playing. Um, TJ Watts obviously not playing but this this Steelers team, I I don't know, maybe it's just me. I, I think right now as constructed, I think these Steelers are better than the Cleveland Browns. Um, I think they, they, not only do they have more weapons, I think they know how to use them. And I think the core of their defense has played together long enough to where I think, I think they can function with one or two pieces being as key as they may be in a TJ Watt falling to the wayside. Um, Tyler, what are your thoughts on this one? I think the spreads, I think the spreads really yeah. big for a team that just lost to the Jets. <laughs> the I mean, goddamn Jets. <laughs> a home game to the Jets, and they choked at the end. And look, Nick Chubb's been on a whole nother level, but the Steelers' front seven's a little bit different than anything that he's faced this year. Um, he's obviously well aware of that, not to say he hasn't had success against Pittsburgh, but yeah, I, I think the spread is just – it's way too big for – a team that's been kind of underwhelming in the grand scheme of things in the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't really understand this one. I was trying to think short week and all the different scenarios that could have led to this spread, but this one after you you jumped on your uh, your picks, I, I knew you were pretty confident because you sent he sent them in Tuesday morning. <laughs> yeah, I 
I, I, I felt a little good. I felt uh, pretty good about this. Uh, you know, I mean, at the same time, look, I said I struggled last week. I don't apologize for my picks, so I think they're all quality picks. Um, but Cleveland and Pittsburgh both let me down, and so I avoided that game entirely just out of spite. <laughs> um, so I'm taking Atlanta plus one and a half in Seattle. Oh, don't watch. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a rat game. I get that, but this is this is an Atlanta team. They've, I mean, they've hung around with quality opponents right now. I, For years. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> they, uh, I think they uh, been doing it this year. Uh, Seattle just doesn't look good. Say what you want about Denver being elite. Denver looks like complete crap yeah. right now. And poorly yeah, coached. Not at the moment. Everything else. And so I don't know if uh, – so I think people are still riding the <coughs> – look, Seattle, uh, they gave it to Denver. And I think that uh, that's something that everybody's kind of sticking with, but I just think Denver's bad. Denver For, should have beat them by 30. Denver outplayed them all game. Yeah, but, I mean, that, that's what that's the only thing I can think of right now. Um, because I think Atlanta's legitimately looked like a better team throughout the course of the season. I mean, even though it's only two games, so look, it may flip at any given moment. But yeah, I I like Atlanta in this. I think Mariota's played a lot better than people thought he would. And uh, yeah, I, give me the Dirty Birds. Yeah, I like um, I like I like this too. This number, I mean, they usually give pretty heavy points um home field the bookies do for the seahawks at home um usually about two and a half points so that tells me that this straight up neutral field vegas vegas thinks that this is uh seattle's a two and a half point three point underdog um which which seems about right the problem is i i haven't checked the weather report um this atlanta team is very very warm weather very dome oriented if we see some seattle elements it could be an issue, but um, yeah, I'm, I, I do I do worry a little bit that this Seattle crowd might think there's something that they're not. Um, insert Dennis Green here, but um, yeah. that place might be pretty loud. It could be a tough place to go, but Mariota's seen it before. I don't I don't hate it. I, I didn't it didn't stand out to me, but I don't hate it. It's funny because this was the game that jumped out to me like right away. I was like, Atlanta's played well this year i don't know why they're giving points or they're getting points to a team that i just don't think is that good i saw this game and i thought glad i don't live in those markets yeah i do love the running back (laughs) yeah yeah but uh here comes the bias (laughs) Uh, speaking of bias i am not one to drink the kool-aid um but the Detroit Lions might be good at football. Um, they're, they're exciting, if if nothing else. But this they're they're a six point underdog at Minnesota. Minnesota just got absolutely destroyed on Monday Night Football. They have a short week um, to come back home. Detroit comes to town. Detroit's excited. The leading uh, number one rushing team. In the NFL against a not very good defense, I like Detroit. I like Detroit to win this one big. Oh, see, 
I got I have a couple issues with that. <clears throat> um, I said it, win it, big. <laughs> yeah, or just maybe even win because I I think this is going to be a shootout um, in favor of either team, which is why I think the point spread is is big. I love taking Detroit in this situation. You know, getting six points to a team that struggled as bad as they did on Monday night. That being said, look, we we know Monday we we know what Monday night Kirk is, okay. <laughs> And he, he's a little different. This is going to be a 1 p.m. game. Those lights get bright on old Kirk. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> way, but he's also a quarterback who, over the last few years, stuck it out into where he's uh, top 10 statistically every year. Justin Jefferson played out of his mind week one, got – Slaughter was doing a great job covering Darius Slay in uh, week two, but the Lions defense, as bad as you said the Vikings defense was, the Lions defense I don't think is that much better. I think that this is going to be a shootout. Um, I, and in those situations, a spread like six points is way too much. Um, that being said, you said the Lions to win big. I, I mean, look, it's a coin flip game for me. Yeah, this this defense. I see things in this past defense that's that's a little, a little, still a little alarming, but but gives reason for hope. And their ability to not just absolutely let number one receivers go off is number one. Um, they didn't really let McLaurin get loose until until a little late. Um, they they held AJ Brown in check for the most part, other than the first the first quarter. Um, but their pass defenses look good, and uh, obviously just, Justin Jefferson's going to find a way. The, the The plan is to just make them have to work a little hard and sacrifice some game plan to get there, and use Swift and St. Brown to uh, try and hit some big plays. should be fun. I'm excited to watch it. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a shootout. I mean, I can't remember the last time I was just excited about Lions football. I thought the yeah. offense could be – I thought the offense could be good, but – Jared I mean, Goff they've scored. Kirk they, Cousins, let's do this. They've scored more offensive points than any other team in the NFL through two weeks. Yeah, I, this offense I, is more explosive than Kansas City right now. And I know, I know, defensively they did a little better than Philadelphia against Philadelphia, but they didn't. They didn't move the ball at all. Yeah, and, um, I don't know. I just. I, I don't I don't understand the six point six point underdog to be honest. I mean that's that's telling me you're you're about eight and a half or nine and you got you got Minnesota coming off a Monday night short week prep. Yuck. I like to yeah. try a lot there. It, I mean, like I said, I, I, I love them with the spread straight up, it's probably a coin flip, but yeah, it should be an exciting game nonetheless. And who thought we'd be saying that about these two teams? Um so my second game, uh, not uh, 100% sold on anymore because Kansas City got an extra half point. So it's Kansas City minus seven against the Colts. It, it was six and a half, and that was when I sent it to you. Um, it, it changed to seven. I'm still going to stick with it. There are other games I like. Um, Baltimore Take minus three against Baltimore minus three against New England. 
perhaps, take, but take the Dolphins. But I'm gonna go. Oh, okay. Let's not give any spoilers, okay? Oh, <laughs> um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Kansas City still. I think Indianapolis has just looked that bad. They are short a big receiver. Uh, they lost it. Defensive coordinator and all pro safety. Um, I'm not saying Kari Wills would have made that big of a difference, but obviously the defensive coordinator does. And they're they're just that atrocious on defense now. And that was it. Was, they were a team based around a defense and a running game, and that's why they thought they could just get these stopgap quarterbacks like a Philip Rivers, like a Carson Wentz, like a Matt Ryan, and none of them have panned out. Um, hey, did you watch the Stanford game? Okay, I watched a Stanford Andrew Luck was there. Look. Yeah. You, did, you, did you drive through a tunnel? Yeah. But I'm um, back. Yeah, so the Stanford. The Stanford game, there's a guy, they caught, his name was Andrew Luck. He's on the sideline. He looked like he'd be a good quarterback, though. <laughs> yeah, but but that being said, like, these stopgap quarterbacks can't do it without – I mean, I know everyone's high on Michael Pittman without an elite number one receiver, and the Colts don't have that. So I, I don't know if they're going to really be able to move the ball. Um, I know people think Kansas City's defense isn't that good, but it's not that good on the back end, so – you're looking at indie receivers against the uh, poorest back end, but they uh, Kansas City can uh, slow down the run a little bit. I'm not saying they're going to shut down uh, Taylor, but I, this is a game that I just think uh, Kansas City's got too many horses. I, what I see here is one. Um, the Chicago Bears have played rather well because of the, for the same reason the Colts have played bad. Um, but I think I think something we might all be missing here is Carson Wentz doesn't really suck, and Matt Ryan's not really that good. <laughs> <laughs> like Carson Wentz can play mentally, yeah, no, but Matt Ryan's mentally as sharp as they get, but. Physically, he's like Eli now. So, like, maybe maybe the disrespect to Carson Wentz was a bit much because this offense looked better with Wentz. Um, yeah, I don't I don't hate this. I I I like what the Chiefs are doing. Mahomes is playing out of his mind. Uh, I like the fact that they haven't chosen a number one, but it feels like it's Juju. Um, but but they seem to be distributing pretty well. I mean, other than Kelsey. But um, they seem to be distributing well. Their pass rush has been good. Their back end has been good. Um, this could be a tough game at Indianapolis. They're 0-2 and still favored to win their division, by the way. Yeah, well, the division's won one game for two weeks. And two of the teams played each other, and both of them didn't win. So <laughs> that's, that's – God. I, you know, I almost, I almost involved the, other, the two of those other teams in my picks this week. But I did not. Good call. Uh, I am going Monday night to the thriller between Cooper Rush and Danny Dimes. Oh, that's and, exciting. Yeah. And. I wish I drove through a tunnel now. 
<laughs> I'm having second thoughts. But you should have first thoughts. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the Dallas Cowboys aren't as bad as advertised. Um, they, they're they're a joke to everybody. Mike McCarthy's a joke. He's terrible at managing games, this and this. But you're in and you're out, the Dallas Cowboys. No matter whether Dak's healthy or injured or Zeke's in shape or out of shape, the Dallas Cowboys rank near the top in offense and defensive metrics. And they don't really show a step down with people like Cooper Rush being out. I love them as two-point underdogs going into this conversation at MetLife against the Giants. But the more I think about uh, the the rushing attack the Giants have been able to, to put on this year, um, it gives me room to pause. But I'm going to stick with it. I think, uh, I think this pass rush is good enough. And um, I think they can get to Daniel Jones and cause some problems. I, th- I think the Cowboys probably win this game as long as um, – Cooper Rush doesn't make any massive mistakes. Yeah, well, what, one of the biggest problems with the Giants is their offensive line. And you look at what Dallas brings in their front seven, that, that's a huge mismatch, and that's gonna, that can slow down a rushing attack in and of itself. Um, you know, Barkley didn't replicate week one by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I don't know if, uh, you know, the team was like oh okay you know what maybe he can still play a little bit and uh i mean you're able to focus on it that, maybe it's because you didn't call him a bust here. last week <laughs> <I'm out>, so. <laughs> but, uh, 164 yards later <laughs> look i said the potential is still there i did not ever write him off i said <laughs> i'm scared b word and so <laughs> Tyler called Saquon Barkley a bitch. Boss. Oh, um, that might be worse. I said to Yeah. I'd, I'd love to be a bust. <laughs> Just come back to my town and be like, sorry I didn't make it. Yeah. Me too. You can have that milk on the house. <laughs> Even Ryan Lee but- got it better than me. But, no, I, I like Dallas in this, too. This, this is one of the games that kind of stuck out to me as well. I, I I hate saying it because I always end up jinxing it, but I do like this card. Um, and this was another game that I looked at, and I was looking at Dallas. Uh, I just felt like, like I said, their front seven can uh, not necessarily shut down, but they can neutralize Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And, and we – Week one, they, they, they put up a whopping three points with the greatest quarterback of all time um, on their team and Tom Brady on the other side. Um, but I, th- I think uh, people kind of overreacted to that. I think, I think Tampa Bay's defense is, at, at per usual, pretty, pretty good, especially um, at not letting unmotivated running backs get going and frustrating inexperienced quarterbacks. So um, when Dak goes down, you really, you really don't have much shot against teams like that. But this this Giants team is far from that Tampa Bay defense. So, yeah, and we still don't know if Thibodeau's even going to play, and he might be their best player on defense. So, yeah, we don't, we don't really. It's probably Leonard Williams. That guy has slowly become what we thought he was going to be coming out of USC. Yeah, um, I'm trying to see what 
Zeke has been up to because I have heard nothing. I think that's your answer. How does that happen? <laughs> like he just slowly just disappeared. Really? I thought he fell off a couple of years ago. Well, I mean, it, it was it was kind of abrupt, but it was it was like oh, he's still he wasn't a premier back, but still rushed for a thousand, you know. And then it just I mean, he's been their leading rusher every year since sixteen or whatever. But yes, yeah, it's, it's just I, when I think Cowboys, I think about him in the game plan, and then I realize that in my head, he's a lot more in the game plan than he seems to be in the Cowboys game plan. <laughs> like I still think, oh, they got Zeke. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter if they don't give him the ball. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's our that is our week three cover three show. Um, can um, I pick my last game? Oh, you got your last one. I, th- I just looked at the clock. I was like, you know, we got to be about done. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How did I forget? Go ahead. <laughs> Buffalo minus five and a half against Miami. No. <laughs> My, two, okay, first off, two is not going to replicate that performance, especially against the Buffalo defense. <laughs> Second, I think right now Buffalo is one of one. I think they are the team in the NFL right now. They came out on a mission. Uh, they just completely slaughtered the defending champions. Um this is a Buffalo team that, uh, like like I said, man, they're, they're just playing head and shoulders above everybody else right now. I don't think Miami is ready for it. I don't think that they are that team yet. Uh, they gave up a ton of points last week. Um, and so their defense, which is supposed to be, you know, one of the best in the league, and I think it's still going to be by the end of the year, uh, but – if you give up a ton of points to Lamar Jackson, what's going to like make me feel comfortable about you going against Josh Allen right now? Yeah, those those are two different players right now, though. Yes, Josh Allen is a threat, and Josh Allen is playing out of his mind, but Josh Allen still doesn't really regularly pick up 80 yards on the ground in one swipe. Um, this, the Ravens are a bad matchup for Miami. Uh, Miami escaped with that game. That was... And I think I think the thing that's going to give Buffalo's a problem is exactly what they used to escape that game, and that is just what who who was it? Eleanor Roosevelt, <laughs> hot, nasty speed, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, these guys, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They're, I don't I I couldn't tell you the last time I waddled in my living room. <laughs> But that is the coolest touchdown dance of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but this this team, I what the Buffalo Bills can do, well, they're 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 great on every level. But they've been they've been successful on the ground against teams that don't really stop the run very well. Uh, this team prides themselves on that. Not only that. Stephon Diggs just goes off on everybody. We'll we'll see. I'm sure he'll get a couple this week. But Xavier Howard is a matchup. Yeah. And uh, I I think this is going to be a hell of a game because this Miami this 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 game planning in Miami is something different. 
and I don't think we've seen it yet, but this guy created the Debo Samuel role, and it looks like Waddle and Tyreek are both it, and they kind of lull you to sleep with these little slot slants, and then all of a sudden there's no one within 30 yards of them. I just, I, I just think that this, this Miami, I'm not going to say they're one of the best teams in the league, but they are one of the most dangerous from anywhere on the field. I'll give you that. I, I, I just Buffalo to me seems they look like Georgia football right now. Yeah, like just head and shoulders above everybody else. Um, and they're not even I, full strength. Yeah, and I just think that they'll figure it out, you know. You you said that uh, Buffalo's moved the ball well on the ground and they're not going to be able to against Miami. Uh, you still have Josh Allen. Josh Allen is one of those guys who we've talked about previously. He's that every year he's going to be MVP. Every year Buffalo's going to be favored. You know, but when's the year they finally break through that ceiling? I'm like I said, we're what two weeks into a 17 game season, but right now they look like they're doing it. Yeah, they look they look tough. Yeah, so I'm and I I sent you a text. I was like, it almost doesn't matter what the spread is. I'm going to ride Buffalo until until I lose. It might be the first I do it, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, and they, I mean, they've looked apart. They they haven't looked like they've struggled. I mean. It's been easy. But it's, it feels like we see this in it, in it happens. We've seen it with the Cowboys. We've seen it, um, obviously, the Chiefs. The Chiefs lived up to it. We've seen it with Baltimore. Where they get out hot and you're like, I don't think any team, it doesn't look like anybody can beat them. And then all of a sudden, somebody finds something. And I, I just, I think that if it's not this time around for the Dolphins, I think it's going to be next time around. This 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 one looks like it could be fun for, it. it looks like the AFC East didn't take much of a break from being... Um, fun to watch again because we thought after the Patriots, like, who the hell is going to fill that spot? But um, everybody but the Jets seems to be making a case. So, yeah, I mean, look, the the Jets, they, they looked the part against <laughs> Cleveland, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like, I, I just. Buffalo right now they're one on one in the NFL. So uh, it's gonna be fun. That's a that's a that'll be a good one to watch too. Yeah, it'll be a lot better than the first game I picked. A little bit, a little bit of a brutal stretch for Miami so far. It seems. Get the tough uh, ones out of the way. God, it's Buffalo and uh, Baltimore the Patriots and Baltimore. Yeah. Look, get the All tough right. out of the way, and uh, we'll schedule the Citadel in week 11. <laughs> the Jets, you mean? <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, all right, well, that will wrap up our week three show. Thank you for listening. Follow us. Uh, let us know how you did. And uh, we will see you next week on the other side of 500. Thank you. <laughs>